Good morning. Just, just kidding. It's not morning. It's <laughs> it afternoon. Be, it might be. Somewhere. It's the morning somewhere. Listening. Probably in Korea. Good morning, BTS. Good morning, Vietnam. You know that movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No? Okay. Yeah. I Good do. morning, Vietnam, the movie? No, anyways. Okay. Um. So... <laughs> Hey! Good morning, South Korea! Good morning, ARMY! Good morning, ARMY! This is a BTS stan podcast now. Just Ugh. kidding, just kidding. It's still a spooky podcast, but we're gonna have to have a little chat. But <laughs> Tiffany and I are so, so ARMY for Ugh. BTS that we are gonna have to have a South Korea episode literally here. So if you're you're into BTS... Or if you're not, or still if you're not, listen. It's gonna be South Korea pretty soon. So, not too long ago, my pals, <laughs> Tiffany and Taylor, became obsessed with BTS. Yes. Big dancing and Taylor first. Yes. Always. Got Tiffany hooked. Real bad. Real bad. I got, yeah. I had it bad. She had it bad. Well, then, slowly but surely, it made its way Just to my little, brain. We force everyone to watch yep, music BTS, video here and there. Music videos. <clears throat> so we would do this thing, and I would have to guess the BTS guys, because I'm like, okay, I guess if I'm going to hang out with my friends, I have to learn BTS. Yeah. Okay. I became obsessed overnight because they freaking rock. I walked in the next day at work and said, I will be Sergeant of Army. <laughs> and I had a dream in Korean last night. It's slowly morphing your whole life, yep. flipping it over. Or what I thought to be Korean, but it made my brain really overactive, so. I love that for you. And I just want to say people, okay, listen, I'm sure you're all rolling your eyes because you're like, who the hell is BTS? I do not care, blah, 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 blah. But if you're just a person who enjoys listening to music, I just recommend, just for our sake, for spooky sake, Spooky sake. Listen to one BTS song. Or four. Because you won't want to stop. You're going to want a hard four block. But yeah. at least do one. I think you should listen and watch. Mic drop. Mic drop, baby. BTS mic drop. Steve Aoki. It is, it is a show. It is a performance. It is. It is chef's kiss spectacular. And Ugh. we won't go on about it forever. But all I want to say is you're going to be wanting to shake your little spooky cheeks. It's true gonna listen to it because you're gonna be obsessed with bts once you watch mic drop Ugh. all i'm saying all i'm saying Hi. anyways so i guess we should get to why we're here i mean i guess if you insist are you ready to chill us to the bone i today? am do you want to go first or me sure okay i feel like it's been a little bit since you've gone first it's been exactly one episode oh okay. but it just feels well, right for me to go first it, it feels very wrong for me to go first because first is the worst and second is the best and well, i am always second Retweet if you agree, guys, that... <laughs> Retweet! First is the worst. <laughs> so actually, what I realized today is a month from now, I will be in this beautiful state. Gang, gang! I know, I'm so excited. And where is that? <gasps> Las Vegas, Nevada. Yay! So I knew whenever we said Nevada, I was going to do Las Vegas, and I was going to do the strip. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing a lot of info on... One topic, I'm going to do a little bit of info on a lot of the hotels down the strip. We love. Yeah. So we just do like a, a trip where we stay at every single yeah. casino. Oh, baby. Fun. Okay, so here goes. It's a road strip. 
Get it? <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god, it's so funny. Wow. Okay. So for my first location on the strip, it's Circus Circus. So I consider Center Strip Mirage, Venetian area. And so it's way down yonder. Yes. And this is a hotel casino? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's closer to downtown Vegas and Fremont Street. Circus Circus also is a kid-friendly resort there, so we, know, we avoid it. Who would take um, your kid to Vegas? No offense if you've taken your kid to Vegas. Yeah, I mean, full sense. Like quite a few. It's very odd to me. It's very interesting. Um, yeah, so we kind of avoid that area, but the first time we went, we were like, we want to go into all the hotel casinos on the street. Right, stuff. right. So I'm not really familiar with it, but familiar enough. But in room 123, there was a murder-suicide. <gasps> I know. So the mom murdered her little <gasps> her little son. Uh, this then, is why you don't bring your kids to Vegas. Right. You go crazy. <sighs> and you kill your kid. So she murdered her son and then killed herself. And <gasps> they're both gone. So no one knew the no reason. No why. why. Yeah. I don't know or anything. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. But I was reading some guest encounters on the interweb. Mm-hmm. And it said occasionally you can hear whispers of help me. <gasps> And you will see words written on the bathroom mirror, <gasps> Ooh. Um, which is just so frightening to think about Ew. seeing that. Ooh. Like, I got goosebumps. D- do we know how she killed her kid? Um, I think... The fact that, that it's not really known I, is, like, traumatizing to me. I want to... S- I don't know. It feels I messy. It does. But can you imagine, like, going pee in the middle of the night and then washing annoying. your hands and seeing help me written on the mirror? Ew. Whew, that's why you don't wash your hands after you pee, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned. Um, yeah, no spooking, thank you, baby. So other haunted areas of the Circus Circus include rooms 203, 230, 576, and the poker room. Okay. And all of those reports are about the woman and the child trying to find her husband. So I'm mm. wondering if they frequented Vegas and stayed okay. in like all of those rooms and maybe the poker room is like where he gambled and hung out yeah yeah but they actually did the killing she did the killing in oh room my 23 gosh yeah. that's weird i just know if my mom had taken me to vegas she would have killed me i know that for a fact mm, yeah probably. i i sorry to incriminate Cass, yeah but no she would have <laughs> and i can't say i blame her i can't either okay so now we're moving on down the strip and we are at the Flamingo, mm. um, or what we call the Flaminger, the Casino at the Flaminger. Oh, I love that. All of these have very, like, fun yeah. names. And there's a big giant Flamingo on the outside. Ooh, of course. Um, yeah, so they say Bugsy Siegel is a very active at his former home. Bugsy Siegel. Bugsy Siegel. Yep. My dream name. <laughs> so he wanders the garden, which the gardens at the Flamingo are super beautiful. So, mm. you know, that's where his suite was near. But it's demolished now. Uh, but guests report seeing his ghost by the pool in the evening hours. <laughs> Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> He's like, I gotta tan these foolish arms. <laughs> but the presidential suite at the Flamingo has his pistachio green boudet, toilets, and linoleum in the two bathrooms that were from his original suite. Ooh! Yes. So he's folks, like, I'm coming with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the folks who stay in that suite have um, said they've seen his spirit by the pool table. Oh my god! And that was more than one encounter. It was like multiple people. Yeah. So oh, that's crazy. I know. Isn't that kind of cool? Well, I hope he enjoys it there. 
I think he does. Sounds I pretty. Think that's why he doesn't want to leave. Were you saying pool is in swimming pool at first? At first, yeah. Okay, okay. And then in, in his the billiards. Suite. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because I I heard you say that, and I'm like, hold on, I'm kind of interested in both. Right? I'm not very good right. at pool, but <laughs> so he actually, I don't know if, if people don't know who uh, he is. He, Bugsy. Bugsy um, was an American mobster. Okay. But he was like the driving force behind the Vegas Strip. Oh. And he died. Of gunshot wounds, like a true gangster would. Wow, I expected nothing less. Nope, nothing less. And he was nicknamed Bugsy because he had a really violent temper. Oh. Okay, so moving on down the strip, we are now at the MGM. And the MGM Grand Fire occurred November 21st, 1980. Ooh, I know about this. Yeah, so that was at the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino, which is actually now Bally's. Um, and at the time, there were about 5,000 people inside the casino uh in 85 a casino hotel and 85 of them died oh my gosh i know most of them oh. died through smoke inhalation and oh. yeah mm-hmm. the fire was started from a refrigerated pastry display case in one of the restaurants on oh, the first floor oh my gosh yep. wow who knew pastries could who knew they could kill <laughs> quite literally i mean <laughs> So the fire took over the entire casino and smoke traveled through the enti- tower. Oh my gosh. And it was 7.07 a.m. So it was early. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The fire spread through the lobby and the wallpaper caught, yeah. which fed it. And then PVC piping, glue, plastic, all that stuff. And then it, w- it went um, through the casino floor and it was like moving like 19 feet per second. Oh my So it was crazy. Quick, so and like thirteen point, miles per hour. Like, do people know it's on fire? Yeah, Ugh. yeah. So, um, that's so quick. Oh yeah. And then a massive fireball blew out the main entrance facing the strip. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It took from the time the fire was noticed, it took six minutes from the entire casino floor to be fully engulfed. Oh my gosh. So it spread across the that areas. Is violent. Uh huh. Where there were no sprinklers. So 18 people died in the casino, and it was limited to the first floor. The fire was. Thankfully. Right. But the burning material created, like, toxic smoke and fumes. Yeah. And that ascended through the towers Mm. via the stairs and the (sighs) elevator. And it caused, that's what caused the majority of the deaths. So That's crazy. Yeah. Um, There was a quote saying, firefighters reported to have to crawl through the dark and over mounds of stuff trying to extinguish the fire. And it was later determined that the mounds were actually deceased people <gasps> and staff near the elevators. Oh, my god! They couldn't see them. How sad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ugh. And it was said the Las Vegas, fire de- Las Vegas Fire Department operated separately from the county fire department. The county served the Vegas Strip, so... City firefighters were unfamiliar with the layout, mm. including the fire escapes, yeah. the fire routes, and it hindered the efforts really badly. Mm. What year was this? 1980. Oh my gosh. I feel like that probably has to play a role in people having like updated fire. Has Oh yeah. Like the sprinklers everywhere. Well, or posters. even like the fire, yeah, the path for like, here's how you get out, here's what the layout yeah. looks like. Everywhere. Oh my gosh. So, evacuation of the guests were hindered, and there was, like, no automatic means of elevators to the main floor during the fire, and that caused 10 people, when the elevator doors finally opened, they found 10 dead people inside. (gasps) 
Uh, yep. And they saw like hotel guests tying bed sheets together and hanging them oh, off the balconies gosh. to alert first responders. Um, tried to like descend. Uh, ladders were only able to reach the ninth floor. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, a man got himself out by a rope, but some people were like trapped in their hotel rooms. Yeah. Yeah. So they broke open their windows to get fresh air, but it allowed like thicker smoke from outside to come in. The oh. Room, so. There was, like, glass. People below had to dodge a bunch of glass from broken hotel windows. And there was an expansion underway at the time. uh, And there was a construction worker who was using his scaffolding platform to lower people to the ground. Oh, nice. I was like, what a man. Um, I never realized this was that, like intense that is so crazy so apparently there's a lot of paranormal activity um people guests like claim to hear and see people who aren't really there uh you know and it makes sense because like 85 people dying at once yeah and they they claim to like hear noises on elevator and sometimes buttons will press that aren't you know, yeah, they're like press. trying to get somewhere else. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Yes. So. That's so sad. What a like horrible memory to leave life with. I don't know, uh, right? <sighs> but on to the next. Hopefully, <laughs> something scary or like scarier in paranormal sense, but not in. Yeah, like <laughs> that was intense. Yikes. So at Planet Hollywood, the Panorama Suite, there have been guests who. They hear the key go into the lock, and someone will be whispering at the door. Ooh! Yeah. And then it's always followed by a doorbell ring, and then they go check it, and there's no one there. <gasps> and this is so crazy. A lot of guests who stayed in this specific suite have reported stuff going missing, and then it reappears right before they leave in, like, super strange places. Oh, my places. gosh! Yeah, like, places they would never put. Or you're, like, like there's shampoo no in the way fridge. I did that. Yeah, like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah, so that's a big, big thing that people say that happens whenever they sit at the Planet Hollywood Panorama Suite. That's how you know, like, when you're at home, I feel like it's so much easier to misplace something. Yeah. And, but when you're in a hotel, like, you're, you're not putting your, for the most part... Stuff everywhere, everywhere. like no, that. Very, like, um, no, very specific areas because you know hotel rooms are only so big. Those are like I'm bored, literally, and they're like <laughs> I just want to play. <laughs> so can't blame them. Yeah. So for my last story, it is the Riviera Hotel and Casino, which was. Oh, I'm boring. This I'm sorry. Out. I'm so but sorry. But just kidding, because I yawned, so it made her yawn. <laughs> I was like, I didn't. I'm genuinely not tired. <laughs> so the Riviera Hotel and Casino, I think you should keep that in because this is so funny. This okay. is like the 17th time I've started over. Okay. Okay. The Riviera Hotel and Casino was one of the Strip's most renowned landmarks still to this date. Uh, it's a historic hotel that's important because it was the first high-rise on the Strip. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, it was the most amazing casino and hotel that was opened at the time, so it attracted a ton of people mm-hmm. in Just like most places, some think that it was haunted and others do not, but the tales of the haunts come from the mafia. Yeah. So the first proposal to build the Riviera was from a mobster named William Bischoff. He ended up withdrawing from the project, but it has been known to hold his ties to the mafia since then. He's been known. Sure. But interestingly enough, the Riviera went bankrupt soon after its completion. 
So at the time, a former Flamingo manager and a guy named Gus Greenbaum took over the domain of the property. And so what was strange about Greenbaum taking over is he just recently retired. But it was said that um, his mob boss in Chicago forced him back into working. That's the mafia rumor. So um, his mob (laughs) boss was named... Tony Accardo. That blows. Right. It does not <laughs> like, seem just like... Just kidding. You're not retiring. Yeah, he's like, nope. Um, and the entertainment director, he put himself under a false name, and he was a mob informer. <gasps> oh! Uh-huh. Oh! So his real name was Billy, Willie Beoff, and he was murdered in 1955 <gasps> after they found out yeah. who he was. Oh, my gosh. And that was the same year that the Riviera opened, so he didn't last long. Uh-huh. But Greenbaum, Gus Greenbaum's, was addicted to gambling. Me. Same. <laughs> okay. And he had a drug addiction, and that led to the casino, like, failing. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but interestingly enough about him, he was also found murdered later that year in Phoenix with his wife. Oh. Yeah. So there were several other Riviera folks who were associated with the mafia that were killed during the years of the wow. Riviera. And several of them were actually killed inside the hotel. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the ghosts and spirits that haunted the halls were all like mafia connected. Mafia yeah. yeah. Uh, so the workers always reported many different voices from nowhere. There was a lot of spirits in the upper floors of the casino. Wow. And it makes sense because that's where all the suites were. So that's where all the mafia people stayed. Yeah. And uh, the stairwells had a lot of different activity. But it was funny because the spirits that they saw only came out at night oh yeah like where is that where mob activity predominantly, predominantly hang. yeah 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 that's yeah. crazy um the riviera is not there anymore so it got demolished and yeah um, i remember that ghost adventures i think yeah so the las vegas global business district was built in the same spot and i kind of wonder since it got demolished and there's something else there like, are there still spirits, like, still residing? Oh, and yeah. have they taken over any particular area since their quote-unquote home? Right. Now gone? Well, and even sometimes when it's, like, demolished, it's, like, yeah. tenfold because... Yeah, because you're, like, you're recommending their home. Good. Yeah. I'm so fascinated by mob. I know. But, but it's so scary to me. It's Should we get a mafia man <laughs> Okay, honestly, can we have interview you? <laughs> and we'll put a deep voice over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We should have Taylor come in here and pretend to be. <laughs> Taylor can man. never pretend to be a mafia no, person. She, she doesn't have an inner. No. At all. <laughs> no. There's only two people that could come in mind to fake that. You. Oh my god, thank you. I'm flattered. And Chisnall. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because she could, she could handle that. She's 100% good with <laughs> making herself um, sound like a man. So. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> But yeah, that's all I have for Las that Vegas. That was spooky. I want to visit all those places. I know. Well, not the Riviera, but... And uh-huh. those are all places I go all the time, so I'm, like, super excited. You should, like, do a little couple quick videos Video. for everybody I will. I will. there. I will do that. We'll upload them to Post our pages. Them on our pages. See if you get any ghouls in your background. Yeah. Or Wouldn't that be interesting? Some gambling ghouls. And masks. <laughs> 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 They're COVID-friendly. Okay. <laughs> So I love it. Okay, I'll just go ahead and carry off on your yeah on your spooky. Uh, what was I gonna say? On your spooky 
piggyback piggyback off my spooky tail piggyback off your spooky tail i'm gonna piggyback off your spooky tail and just jump right in i think you might find some interesting similarities oh yeah i cannot wait (laughs) is it about bts (laughs) i wish (laughs) maybe we'll see you guys just gotta gotta listen maybe (laughs) 1700 Banny Drive in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're moving in. Yes. I don't know why. Okay. I feel like I've been doing a lot of point of views lately in our... We love it. We love it. TikTok is inspiring me to do that in the podcast, so I yeah. hope you guys like this. And I have to shut my eyes to envision it. Okay. Okay. You just won the lottery. Oh, dream. Dream, dream, dream. How much? Um, Millions? Yeah, millions. I mean, just like five million, oh. six million, seven million. Okay. After taxes? Okay. Yes, after taxes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so you won big boy. You won the lottery. This house is 60 years old, yeah. but it's it's still updated. Okay. It's huge. Little over $1.1 million. Okay. So it's in your budget for the lottery, and you I feel like you've hit the jackpot in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's a little under 5,000 square feet. Okay. This beautiful Spanish-style Hacienda luxury home is Ooh. yours. It's yours, Tiffany. It's yours, listeners. But I love it. You start to wonder, how did I get such a good deal on this? Uh-oh. Hmm. I mean, I know now that I'm rich from a scratchy lottie I bought when the Illinois lottery. And now I have no real concept of money. Slash, sure. I no longer have to consider money as a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. But why has this played out this way? Okay? Okay. So you settle in on your first night. Mm-hmm. And after a few short hours, you yes. begin to beg, wish, plead that you could go back in time and just simply do your research on this home. Okay. There is a reason they coin this the Hell House. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Okay. Strange things are happening. Okay. You're hearing noises, mm-hmm. other things. Yeah. A week after you move in, you accidentally move a fixture on the wall okay. while you're cleaning, and you hear something open. Oh, no! It looks like a room. Uh-oh. You enter Secret in. library. It's decent-sized, a four-walled area, completely white. Mm-hmm. And there's also a drain in the middle of the floor. Oh, this is some bizarre shit. In 1959, the La Palaza Mansion was built in Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. So it's pretty... What? Nevada. 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 Nevada, 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 potato, potato. It's pretty centrally located in the heart of where the old money area is Mm -hmm. in Vegas. So it's surrounded by other really well-endowed homes, if you will. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to put it. (laughs) Well-endowed homes. So it's surrounded by bigger homes yeah nicer homes in the area okay but the difference between the owners it's okay is that a mob boss purchased this house okay going right back to the mob which i'm assuming you can jump to conclusions on your own about what that looked like yeah but i'm gonna go ahead and fill you in on some okay schnazzy details so enemies gang members anyone that did not listen to the boss was taken to this room to be killed. Oh. And honestly, dream. If you side if you sidestep, look at me funny, 
I, like, you're gone. I love, I love, I don't want to kill anybody, okay? But, like, I love the idea of just being so empowered that people are so scared of you. Ugh, dream goals. So, a lot of people died in this home at the expense of the mob. And this was a place where they basically did their deeds and then quietly exposed of the evidence. Okay. Exposed. Disposed? Exposed? Disposed. Quietly disposed? Yeah. So, they, they just got rid of... What they did, basically. Yeah. So people say there are unmarked graves all over the property. Makes sense. Where bodies were just dropped and discarded. That makes sense. That's yeah, of course. Was, I mean, their blood was drained. <laughs> their blood, yeah, their blade was drained. So there's a secret attic in the house uh-huh. that was an office. And there are so many spaces in this house that are known to be there, but they aren't discovered by owners like right off the bat because they're so hidden they're not meant to be found okay basically um wow which is including the room that i told you about so like you buy this home and it might not be included in on zillow okay <laughs> these d- different makes sense. rooms which makes is kind of fun sense. but kind of scary so there's a ghost adventures episode that i remembered watching which I basically went back to brush up on yeah. to give you guys the nitty-gritty details. But basically, there's this guy named Chris Martinez mm-hmm. who bought the house sometime in, like, the 2010s, basically. And he is the focal point of where we will be recounting some of these negative experiences. Okay. So after Chris had moved in, in the master bathroom, uh-huh. I believe there was, like, these swan-shaped things on the wall. The little rings that hold yeah. hand towels, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. You've all seen a bathroom. Fancy. Fancy <laughs> swan. Well, one was loose when they moved in, so they went to tighten it so it wouldn't fall, and then a hidden steel door just opened up, like our point of view. Too bad it wasn't a goose. Right. Like, it's a loosey-goosey. Loosey-goosey. They didn't want it to be funny. The mob doesn't. Oh, <laughs> I guess. So there's a set of rooms. One of them had a water heater in it only, and the other one was just completely white tiled slop sink and a drain in the middle so they were obviously really confused and a little concerned but they were remodeling the home so they decided to just like include the rooms as part of their renovations oh yikes when they removed the sink oh no there was blood just caked behind the sink and there was such a strong smell of like bleach and ammonia that was wafting that you could just tell like I'm just Something had been cleaned over and over and over and over and over again. I'm going to hurl. I know. It's disgusting. Gross. Chris also found some throwaway guns in the floorboard, as you <laughs> will. <laughs> Apparently, there are so many more hidden rooms where the mob was apparently stashing hordes of marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> and allegedly, there's also treasure buried in the house. Nice. Um, I mentioned at the start how this house is... 5,000 square feet, but looking at it on the outside, if you were to Google a picture right now, it doesn't really, it, it doesn't look small, but it doesn't really look that big, that big. Yeah. honestly, and there's sections of it that go way farther back that aren't easily shown from the, from the front, but I'm telling you, when I Google pictures of the home, it just basically proves that there's so much more yeah. on this property that we as outside people do not know about yeah which is so spooky so this big place has had a lot of shady seedy things going on here as we can imagine a lot of questionable people in the home 
Lots of death. Mm-hmm. A lot of trauma. A lot of murder. I don't know what it would be like or if I would even want to live in a place like this. Mm-hmm. Because even if nothing's happening, like no mob ghouls or demons or anything, yeah. I feel like the history has to be like super palpable. In you said your demons are or demons. Like you said, just, just like. <laughs> Like, I feel like I feel so weird living there, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, take that, and then let's also add some dark entities back in. Oh, boy. And we'll have a fraction of a taste of what Chris and his partner, Heather Gosevich, experienced while living at the La Plaza Mansion. Okay. Some crazy stuff. Yes. Okay, so this is all me basically recounting what Chris explains in the episode. Okay. But it is truly concerning to me. Right. For so many reasons. So it all started out when Chris had first moved in to the La Palaza mansion. He had a sweet little pit bull named Roxy. Mm-hmm. And Roxy was a really good dog. She was trained well. She went outside. And when she was told to do something, like, she listened. She, she was just yeah. a good dog. She Opposite of Nebraska. Your, Nebraska. Nebraska. I mean, she's a good girl. But yeah. She just has it's a fine okay. of her own. Yeah. It's okay. Roxy was trained well. And just, like, she wasn't yappy. She wasn't barky. She's just a good, chill dog. Well behaved. Well, Chris started to notice that Roxy would randomly, like, stare off into space. Uh Uh-huh. And she would have this scared, like, aura or structure about her, which is so unlike her because she didn't do that stuff. She was very chill. Yes. She wasn't phased by much, and she didn't usually react to things like that, so it was weird Mm-hmm. To him, especially because she started shaking on a few occasions, which is like I don't feel like a lot of dogs no. do that unless they're like terrified. Especially like yeah, how he's described her previously. Yeah, she also peed the bed. Oh yeah, and she wasn't sick. She didn't have a bladder infection right. or anything, and that is so unlike her. Absolutely. And that's a very like weird thing for some dogs to do. Yeah. You're not used to it. Um, she was just shaking and she peed. So a few times after it started, she was freaking out and shaking nervously. And Chris noticed and turned to look at her. And he said out of the corner of his eye, he saw a very tall, tall figure (laughs) with long arms. Ew. Ew. I have chills. I'm picturing the crooked man. Exactly. Exactly. Off the conjuring, everyone. Like, nobody needs to be... uncultured swine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, watch the conjuring and have it. (laughs) I actually think there's going to be a crooked man movie coming out. Oh, freak. That's what I heard, but it also reminds me of (laughs) G-Eazy. And I'm kind of attracted to G-Eazy, so (laughs) maybe I'm like the crooked man. Maybe you... Call me Mrs. Crooked Man. (laughs) Crooked Woman. Conjuring (laughs) 2. The synopsis. You're right. (laughs) There's another couple of instances where he said he would just see another figure that he thought was a woman, very similar to, like, Jackie Onassis, if you will. Okay. Who would just sit on a chair and observe with her prominent hat and sunglasses, which me. (laughs) Same. But can you imagine not knowing if an entity is, like, making eye contact with you and just watching you? Like, for what? No. Mm -mm. Scary. Scary. She's just observing. She gonna do? Yeah. What a lady. <laughs> what a, honestly, she has big dream energy for me. Yeah. Like what yeah. I want to be. She has some BDE. The aura. <laughs> yes. BDE Hundo B. So Chris had moved out, and during the Ghost Avengers episode, this was his basically first time being in the actual house okay. in years. So he did walk 
Zach and Nick and Aaron through, but he was very matter of fact about how he didn't have interest in being yeah. there, basically. Yeah. Um, like, you could tell he was almost bothered. Like, that was very yeah. prominent. And he's like, I'm going to show you guys, but I'm not sure you understand kind yeah. of vibe. Like, he's just kind of like, I'm doing this for the show, but, like, it's it's not cool. Like, like not even like he's excited here. to be on yeah. it. Like, he's just like, I'm just doing it because you asked, you know? Yeah. So he goes on to tell some of the other instances of things that happened to him and Heather when they were living there. Mm-hmm. One time they had another couple over, and they were just hanging out in the bar area. Mm-hmm. Well, the bar area had some of those... Like, wine glass racks, basically, where you hang glasses Mm -hmm. from the stem. Those are really secure. Right. They were, like, implanted in the Mm -hmm. wall, basically. Not, like, the ones that you buy in. Yeah. They're, like, in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. One of the glasses just moved right to the end, slammed between them, and smashed into pieces on the marble countertop. Hell yeah, no. no. And you know the ones that are built into bars are like, yeah, it's like they're all garden. Yeah, like, they're, they're not going to fall. No, there's no way. This was after some things had really gone down already in the house. So Chris was so tired of it at yeah. this point. And he was getting kind of threatening towards yeah, this, like almost provoking it. Because at this point, he, he knew they had ghosts. And he was like, absolutely not. You mother spooker, etc. etc. You mother spooker, and he had even like he had this sword decor or something. You know yeah. how people have lying around. Yeah, me. I mean, I have a <laughs> I, too, I have a, so. I have a guitar <laughs> on this. So <laughs> don't ask questions you don't want the answer to, people. <laughs> but he was swinging it around. Like, what's he even gonna do? Right, right, right. With that to a ghost, but he said all of a sudden he couldn't breathe, and Heather said there were like two indentations on his throat like a hand was squeezing he couldn't breathe he was struggling like panicking so finally his friend tony one of the couples Uh that was there took him and like threw him outside so he was just out of the house and he finally could Could breathe breathe. like he was gasping for air shivers he was legitimately like being choked by something chris in this episode said this super eerie line Mm -hmm. after recounting that story that just gave me the chills he said that's the first time i realized what you can't see can still touch you oh yeah (coughs) (coughs) goosies penny just looked at me like what's what's going on what's happening peter's like what do you mean it's that is so horrifying to me So, Heather said, in the house, you might constantly feel like someone was watching you. Yeah. You would just hear stuff moving, feel there's energy. And she said that after a while, she would be sleeping or lying in bed, Mm -hmm. and she would legitimately hear actual whispers of perverted, naughty stuff directly about her. Ew. Almost like it was, like, coming from the vents, like, people were watching her. Do better. Right. So she was convinced for a little bit that there were people living in the attic because oh, they found all the secret rooms. Isn't that so yeah. scary? Oh, well, yeah, all the secret rooms. Yep, yep, yep. Right. Sense. There weren't, but it was so prominent that she was trying to find other ways to justify right, it. Right, right, Almost right. to, like, make herself feel better. Feel better. Even if that I could mean, do that. Right. Like. Right. We say feel better loosely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> Paranormally. So she would shower and hear that stuff as well. 
and they would just say creepy, inappropriate things so often that Heather said she started showering, like, quick as possible because she was so uncomfortable. Oh, scary. Mm -hmm. And her and Chris were, like, not really, like, intimate or really, like, enjoying each other's presence all that much at this time because, like, she constantly felt like they were being observed, like, zoo animals, and she's like, I'm not putting on a show, I'm not, like... Your romantic comedy for these people, (laughs) basically. So they knew Chris and Heather were aware of them, and that was their intention all along. Ew. Which is so freaky. That is so freaky. Heather was getting to the point where she was like, you know, I feel like I'm going crazy, Mm -hmm. obviously. How how could she not? Yeah. She's constantly searching in the home to be like, what's here? Is there, there's someone in our home? I know there is. Uh-huh. So one time she started walking around the house and she was, like, knocking on walls to see if something was hollow because they already found a bunch of secret freaking rooms in here. And there was another room they didn't know about. Oh, God. And she reached one wall. And when she knocked, something <gasps> knocked back at her and then growled. Look. <laughs> You got chills. She said she was shaking and like rocking back and forth, and she had this feeling of like, I don't even know what to do anymore. Yeah, like, like that is. Can you even imagine that? Right. So horrifying. Amongst all of this other stuff happening in a poltergeist taunting manner, perhaps the most concerning or frightening thing to me Uh is Chris himself. Oh no! Did he get possessed? Mm -hmm. Here we go. So Nico Stantucci. Mm-hmm. Love the name. Yeah. He owned the house before Chris, and he was the one that sold it to him. Yeah. And he said he sometimes would hear a steady conversation happening. Mm-hmm. Transistor radio sounds in the attic, but he never saw anything when he looked. But he ended up selling the house to Chris and moving out, and he says he believes that Chris had a really big character change since when he first met him. Mm-hmm. He says that he feels like a strong sense of guilt because he's basically the starting point of where Chris changed. Yikes. So Chris said in the episode, quote, this house damn near ruined me mentally. It pulled me away from my family. Do things, man, that I'm not proud of. It's like Hill House. Yeah, honestly, yes. It would apparently alter his emotions, make him do different things that were just so unlike him. Heather said they would just be having a conversation and his eyes would go black and he would snap. He would go zero to 1,000 in one second over anything. And that was not normal to Chris. He wasn't an angry person. He didn't have a temper. Mm -hmm. Things were so bad all over that Heather stopped staying with Chris. She was like, I cannot be here anymore. So it was just him and Roxy, his dog, for a while. And she couldn't handle everything happening to her and then Chris right on top of it so mm-hmm. like can't say I blame her I would have left yeah. too Chris said he's never been sick or like he's mentally disturbed or like a bad person but the house just caused him to completely flip yeah and he won't really go into complete detail on why he says that right but he does say that the house almost gave him 25 to life he said like how the house changed him and made him do things that almost put him away Yikes. And the fact that he doesn't specify that... Yeah, like, won't talk about it. ...is unsettling to me. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, 
this is also probably the most unsettling thing. I'm just going to tell you what he said. Okay. Chris was never a bad person. He never had issues doing things that bad people did uh-huh. until he experienced the dark energy at La Palazzo Mansion. And he said, for some reason, we just clicked. <gasps> I know. Which is gross, gross, gross. Why, why, why is that so scary to me? So he was never, like, he was never a seedy character he didn't really seem prone to being affected by something like that. Yet Ugh. somehow, whatever demonic en- energy yeah, was in the place just, like, partnered with him and clicked with him. And I generally think it's because you can be the most balanced person, yet something will creep its way into you whether you want it to or not. Mm-hmm. Which is so horrifying. It is horrifying. And another note with that, this is just as disturbing. Yeah. Which... We know how Zach Bacon's is, but Zach Drama boy. freaked out when Chris said this because apparently the night before they arrived to do their first day of shooting and talk to Chris, yeah, Zach had a dream where he was in the house and he came across a bad entity uh-huh. and they connected and they were doing bad things to other people, like evil Ew. and unspeakable things. Can you believe that? Yes. So freaky. So... He was obviously, like, alarmed by that because it's literally Chris vocalizing exactly what right happened in Zach's dream. So when they did their investigation, there was this instance where Nick was, like, kind of really uncomfortable because it was almost like something took over Zach. Yeah. And again, which with Zach Bacon's, we know he would probably love to be a stage actor <laughs> if he had the chance. Yeah. But sometimes I think he can be kind of genuine and I don't know that just disturbs me that is overall because they all like Nick and Aaron also reacted like Zach had told them that that happened and he didn't have any knowledge ahead of time so there's something about that open-ended scary what is it what does it mean what's gonna happen right what's it's just so unsettling to me so I'm curious if we'll hear anything in the future. I'm pretty sure the house is still, like, gutted right now and not really being lived in. But it's just a big, beautiful lot and home that I think someone's going to have to, like, want to restore it yeah. sometime soon. And I say good luck to whoever that is. And I hope they've done their research, honestly. Ew. And that's so crazy. Good. <laughs> Lord. Ugh, that's what's so scary to me is, like, you could just move into a house with all the best intentions and yeah. never expect anything to happen. And then... That could be a scary movie. Honestly, I should sure. write one. Okay, go off. Excuse me, Chris. Can I please have your story? <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for listening today, guys. Yeah, you were frightened and chilled to the little bone. I really do hope that. I'm ready to go eat a burger. We're right going to go eat burger. some burgers. A spooky, scary burger. I think I should open a scary restaurant. I think that would be fun. It's like a... Everyone has to dress in Halloween costumes. (laughs) It's a rainforest cafe, but Halloween. (laughs) Ooh, I love that. But also with the same, like, setting as... It's a haunted house, but a restaurant. (laughs) Ooh, that seems like an insurance (laughs) issue. (laughs) Choking hazard. (laughs) If anybody has any ideas on that, hold us out. (laughs) We'll follow our social medias. Two Times Spooky. YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are there any other than what I was saying? You have a hair on your lip. Oh, oh right there. On I'm it. hungry. I'm so hungry. Anyways, thanks for listening, boys. Goodbye. Girls, ghouls, gals, ghost goblins. Children of the afterlife. Little baby. 
Grinches. Grinches. <laughs> Army. Army. We love you, Army. We love you. We love you, BTS. All the BTS guys. And to the BTS, we we love you so much, but we also say, <laughs> see you in our dreams and literally, <laughs> <laughs> and on our pit tickets at your concert. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you in your dreams. Lights out. Lights out. Mm-hmm.